This is uh, a mini episode of the Place OS podcast. We're going to talk about design, in particular maps and floor plans, and uh, which have. Uh, I, I often say in uh, meetings with clients and partners that user experience is not user interface, and then they want to see something. So the first thing I show them is a graphical user interface, a map. So I'm here with Candy that designs our map and sets the framework for all of the uh, the maps that we design. Hi, Candy. Hello. Um, so I'm just going to quiz you. We're going to show some of the maps uh, and have a look at some examples, and we'll just talk about do's and don'ts. We won't pick on anybody and show any bad floor plans and maps. Um, but in summary, uh, we use the floor plan to identify uh, rooms and desks and availability and uh, we do that in real time we also do that for analytics um, so let's dig right in what um, what map do you want to start with let's start with the most detailed map that we have um, so this is an example of a large floor that we have um, usually this isn't the direction that most designers want to do because it takes so much time to complete but in my opinion uh, it's what clients really love to see um, so this is just an example of detailed desks um, and it has everything in it, like even where um, plants would be. And it has all those desk details um, and dividers. So how do you decide how much detail to put into a, a floor plan? It all depends on company branding as well. So as you can see, this company has nice blue tones, uh, green that you can use for the plants. Yeah, it's all, all about having fun with it, what you actually want to put in the effort to do. And what also, the more detail, the more happier the client is. And I think um, when I'm showing floor plans compared to some of our competitors that don't put this much detail in, uh, it's harder to actually know like where you are in the building, what's going on, because uh, the engineering floor plans is where they usually start with. Uh, but we actually look at, yeah, is there... Um, uh, plant is there a plant there? Is there uh, is there a kitchen? How do we make it really easy to see if that's a kitchen, and not just another long desk? So I think we try to avoid like lots of just rectangles and squares all over the place. We need some sort of visual way of identifying what it is without having to read the key or anything like that. So one way we can do that for kitchens and things like that is just placing an icon. Um, could be like a chef's hat or spoon and fork. Um, so we do that usually for the overall stairs and where the facilities are, like toilets, uh, goods lift, and elevators. Now, I see on, on this floor plan, um, we also have layers, uh, like a, a grey layer there over a meeting room. Um, talk about the, the way you manage layers and what, they, uh, what we can do with that. So with layers, uh, each layer has to be unique. Uh, for example, this level is level 10. Uh, this is The label name is called meeting room. Um, so this room is level 10 and the label would be 1001 because this is meeting room one. Um, so the way we would do that is tag the level in the physical layer. For example, this is an area um, and then we'll just have like a status at the end of that and we'll, we'll tag that so we can find that location. And then the front-end developers can trigger those layers um, when we receive the, the live data from uh, Office 365. They can tell us that scheduling information uh, or from uh, the desks and the IDs for the desks as well. So does that mean you're going through and adding a layer per desk and per meeting room? 
Yeah, so this is manually done. So I have to physically go into each layer, select it, and type in these unique IDs. And you're just using common tools here though, aren't you? So like Adobe, um, uh, the Adobe suite to, to do this. Yeah, that's correct. And that, that means that any designer can do this really if they follow these guidelines. Um, and then on the matching this up to the front end is just using our front end APIs to do so. Um, so any other maps you want to go through and talk about some points of difference? Yes, yeah, so this map is really detailed. It may be scary to some designers because obviously you don't want to design this very detailed floor for 30 floors. So this is an example of another project that we have done which uses a more simplistic style. Um, as you can see, there's not that much detail, not much of a 3D effect. Uh, it's more 2D. But it has all the information that we need and individual layers that are easy to add IDs to. And what about colours? So here you, you've got a, a colour that is under the floor plan, really, that light blue. Uh, and then you have objects on top that are still within that same colour palette. How do you select these colours and what sort of are some tips there? So when I select the colour palette, I try to think of the room status and the desk status as well. So whether it would be green for available, red, red for unavailable. Um, so you just want to see if those colours clash before getting into colour detail. So for, so for an example here, um, I just have a room highlighted in green. As you can see, that's easy to see from far away. Um, another thing that designers can do is also check your contrast checker. So obviously we want to be able to see um, the text over a room. So I would make that white over this nice green colour. As you can see here, that um, it accepts that, that most people can see this. And then uh, in some projects, we won't show an example here, but we also make sure there's colorblind colors um, selected as well. Um, but a lot of the time, we're just referencing our client's color palette, their brand guidelines. And then for anything that's status, we use traffic light colors because the, everyone knows what green means and everyone knows what red means when it comes to availability of space. Um, any final tips before we wrap up? I'd say the first thing you would have to do is just make sure all the main details are there. Like if you don't want to go full detailed, at least always make sure there's a chair with a table. Um, just make sure that it actually looks like a table because you don't just want to have random colours on a map and someone asking, what is this? Yeah. Uh, and there's just so many rectangles that uh, in that example you have up now, it's as simple as you know putting a chair there so you know that that's a desk. Otherwise, that could be anything. Right, yeah. You could even confuse um, just a rectangle with uh, lockers even. So we need yeah. to make sure we have those chairs in front of those tables. Yeah, and then that's where icons might, might work. So having um, you know, the difference between uh, lockers and, and desks might be you have an icon of a lock next to the lockers or something as simple as that. Um, and then representing everything that's icon-based in a certain style compared to what's actually there on the, in, on the physical floor um, with more detail. Um, one, one of my favorite things about your maps, Candy, is, the, um, is that detail. Like I remember there was one project where we kept zooming in and there was even more layers, like you hand drew uh, sushi that would represent the kitchen. Um, but in that case, what we learnt was sometimes too much detail will slow down the loading speed of those maps. So that's, that's also a compromise we have to be aware of. Um, and I think that's about identifying, well, where is this going to live? Is it going to be on a kiosk that caches, stores it offline, so we can have as much detail as needed? Or are people loading this for the first time 
and they're going to have to wait for their maps to load, including every visual layer that you've added to your map. So, yeah, you also um, have to think of the size of the floor plan. Like, if it's a very small floor plan in size, you can add more detail, which won't really affect the file size. But if you have a large floor, say, um, I don't know, over 100 rooms, you don't really want to add too much detail because that would lo load slower. And, it's, yeah, it's loading on one single map. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, that's a quick look through. Um, we have a section of our technical documentation where anyone can see your how-to guide um, from, you know, starting the and creating the file in in Adobe all the way through to tips on on how to add objects and layers. Um, so I'll share that uh, in the metadata of this video. Thanks, Candy. Thank you. <laughs>